Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Good morning. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita, first responders. Yes, Friday show. Retired cop, retired nurse. That's right, but lovers of Jesus and Mary. Absolutely, and we are first responders for the Lord also. Yes. Because we're on Soul Patrol. We're on Soul Patrol. We're, we're scouting for <laughs> souls. We we are the, ho- hopefully, uh, we are the new Tobias and Sarah's. We are the new Prisk and Aquila. Yes. Uh, sinners they're, though we are. But, they're uh, great role models absolutely. for Absolutely. Hey, the month of January, what do, you, uh, what, what do we have for the peoples before okay. we start the show? The month of January is dedicated to the holy name of Jesus. And that's celebrated on January 3rd, usually the first 10 days of January fall during the liturgical season known as Christmas, which is represented by the liturgical color white. The color of light is a symbol of joy, purity, and innocence. So the remaining days of January are the beginning of ordinary time. So all of you know that, you know, all the, you know, the colors in the church are green now, right? Which is represented by the liturgical color color green. I just said that. This symbol of hope is the color of the sprouting seed and arouses in the faithful the hope of reaping the eternal harvest of heaven, especially the hope of a glorious resurrection. That's what we're aiming for, right? Yes, but, the today, resurrection, but today the pastor was dressed in red because we yes, have the feast of St. Fabian and St. Sebastian, Sebastian, two martyrs, yes, pray two martyrs. for us. Patrons said police officers which Saint, one? St. Sebastian? St. Sebastian. I know St. Soldiers, Archers as, as well, and Archers yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, today we want to talk about uh, something that our people are going to say, what? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Yep. Can demons attack technology? Can demons tamper with your computer? A- absolutely, yes. Uh, Father Ripperger uh, has taught me Maybe this. Maybe the better word, instead of attack, use technology. Yeah, use technology. Yes. Exactly. I'll quote use. to you many exorcists that say that they can. Mm-hmm. But I, I've got a, an article here from a Protestant. And so wherever I see him deviating, I'll make some corrections because I've talked to Father Ripperger and other exorcists about this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, absolutely, demons can... In fact... There, there's one story, I need to, back in 2019, we were with Father Ripperger and the mm-hmm. Liber Cristo team for training. Oh, and oh so yes. Father yes. Ripperger was about to... You we were in Denver. You were in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was about to give his first lecture to the bunch of priests and, and, and team members from people around the country, and all of a sudden, everything shuts down. Yeah, yeah. All the equipment shuts down right before he's going to give his first lecture. Mm-hmm. And I remember he told Dan, he says... I think uh, that was during the the height of the the pandemic. The plan, yeah, the scandemic. Yeah, because we the were fake, the fake demic. Because everything was going to be um, virtual. Yes. The, this conference was virtual, right. so it was everybody, all the team, and all the um, everybody, the uh, people that were in the, the computers, working the computers, and everything I mean, went down. Yeah, everything went down. So that here's, was, I remember he said he told Doctor Dan Schneider. He says, he said, uh, pray the Saint My- uh, the Saint Michael Chaplet. Mm-hmm. So Dan calls all of us. He says, hey, let's pray. Uh, so we start doing this, the, the, the chapter, chapter to St. Michael, Michael the Archangel. As soon as we finished the last bead, everything turned back on. Yes. Everything, everything turned back on as soon as we finished. Mm-hmm. Again, 
that's probably one of the most powerful spiritual warfare yes. litanies that you can pray. Yeah. It, in fact, it is the most powerful. And as a late Catholic, you can pray. It's called the Chaplet to St. Michael the Archangel. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in, in, in fact, I'll tell you who else says that computers and, and technology can be uh, tampered with by demons is uh, Monsignor Rossetti. He's the exorcist over in Washington, D.C., He's yes. a, a licensed psychologist, professor at Catholic University of America. He he wrote a, a recent mm-hmm. book. It's called Diary of an American Exorcist, Demons, Possession, and the Modern-Day Battle Against Ancient mm-hmm. Evil. It's uh, put out by Sophia Press. Monsignor Rossetti, who was the Washington's exorcist, he also says the following quote. He goes, I've seen demons at work banging doors, uh, TVs turning off and on spontaneously, you know, et cetera. He talks about, again, all the all the different manifestations. So once again, uh, demons can act, uh, can absolutely tamper with technology. So let's get yeah. into this article, uh, yeah. Anita. Yeah. It's written by a Protestant. And so wherever I wherever I see him deviating from, yeah. as we say, Catholic norms, uh, I'll, I'll make I'll make the correction. Yeah. So the the title do you have trouble with your computer? Or oh, actually, computer problems. Could it be possessed by a demon? No, no, that's where he's wrong because a computer can't be possessed. It can be only be infested. infested, infested. Yeah. So sometimes Protestants use words that don't apply. Mm-hmm. Infestation has to do with 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 tech, uh, computers, metal objects, technology, dolls, toys, houses. houses. Yes. Possession can only happen with a person. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, infestation also with animals. A lot, live animals can mm-hmm. be infested. So sometimes Protestants but again, not humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes again, Protestants. Uh, yeah, their language doesn't uh, it, isn't it, precise because mm-hmm. again, when yeah. you leave the Catholic faith, you're going to get some imprecision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So do you have trouble with your computer? Does it freeze or shut down at the most imp- imp- inopportune times? Does it go haywire suddenly or arbitrarily erase important data for no reason? Does it vomit forth long dead languages in a deep <laughs> growling voice? <laughs> I think that was tongue in cheek. I know yeah. it was. It was. Yeah. If so, then you may have a serious problem. According to some, some reports, your computer or even your smartphone may actually be possessed by an evil spirit. Dem- demonic possession is a very well documented phenomenon among human beings, and has been for centuries. But but what of modern devices such as computers and smartphones? Can these machines serve as some sort of conduit for evil forces? One person who would say yes to that is a, is a Reverend Jim Peaceborough of Savannah, Georgia. So he's, in, a, he's a Protestant. He's a Protestant yeah. in the United States, who has spent a lot of time denouncing how computers are powerful tools of the devil for corrupting our souls. So so far, so standard, but Peace Borough goes beyond just using the devil, working through computers as a metaphor for their bad influence on our youth, and rather seems to believe that the demonic forces can literally possess computers. Okay, that's where he's wrong. Demons can't possess yep. computers because... Mm-hmm. They're inanimate objects. They yep. can infest computers. Mm. They can tamper with computers. Mm-hmm. Another uh, short little error that he makes here is mm-hmm. that computers aren't bad. They're just inanimate objects. They're neutral. Yep. Mm-hmm. They can be used by demons or they can be used by God, by angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it, it depends who's behind that computer. Yep, and, so, and what they're searching. Yes. 
In in fact, but in fact, before we start this show, yes, my wife and I we we typically do a prayer over our computer. Yes, and this is a prayer written by Catholic exorcist from the Diocese of Washington D.C. So this is a Catholic prayer written by Catholic exorcist to pray over your computer when you're going to start working. So me and my wife are going to do this because uh, we, we want to save it for the show so you see yes, what so we pray before our show. Mm-hmm. name of the, the Father, Father, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, Sovereign King, enthroned in heaven, in your love and mercy, establish a perimeter of protection with your precious blood around our communication devices and all technology used during this session. The cameras or webcams, microphones, speakers, displays, and any and all software, Wi-Fi connections in the air, both my router and the router of VMPR, and anyone assisting the optic cables involved in the transmission of data and the light waves being used to transfer data. Cleanse them with your precious blood and drive from them any satanic influence. Establish around them a sanctuary of your mercy where Satan and any other evil spirit or human agency cannot interfere. I ask you, Father, that you would block, bind, rebuke, and render impotent any assault of the evil one from them in any way. Father, so long as these instruments are utilized in this ministry of divine mercy, we ask you to allow them to enjoy the protection of the Blessed Mother, St. Michael the Archangel, and all the holy angels. We ask this in your most holy name, the name before which every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I had to do that. Yeah. The passion came out that's of me. That's right. And that, and that's good. Uh, and so this is a, this is the prayer that me and my wife pray before yes. we do this radio show. It's written by Monsignor Rossetti. He's the exorcist of Washington, uh, D.C. Yes. And it's a prayer to pray over your computer just to make sure it's not being tampered with as you're trying to do something for the Lord like yep. we're trying to do right now. Absolutely. So going yep. back to this article, Anita, Peaseboro, this Protestant pastor, apparently he's written a whole book on this topic. It's called The Devil in the Machine. Is your computer possessed by yeah. a demon? Again, I'll correct them. It can't be possessed. It can only be infested because as Catholics, we would use a different term. We call it infestation. Yeah. Yes. Houses, toys, yeah. dolls, animals, and computers, according mm-hmm. to Catholic uh, mattresses, uh-huh. can be diabolically infested. Right. Now, Peaseboro, this Protestant pastor, outlines his belief that possession by demons can be experienced by anything with the mind, including humans, animals, and even the, the processor of your computer. That's okay. where he's wrong. Yep. Okay. So that, that's, that statement does not conform to, to Catholic norms. According to Peaseboro, uh, this Protestant pastor, any PC built after 1985 has a storage capacity to house an evil spirit. Again, that would be superstitious. Uh, with strong capacity seeming to make a difference, and he asserts that one in ten computers in America now houses some type of evil spirit. He seems to take, to take all this quite literally and claims that these malicious spirits are responsible for seeping through our screens to exert their influence, which has led to, which has led to much of the crime and gun violence among young people seen in the country. As to the other effects of these malevolent cyber demons, he says the following. I'll, I'll, I'll want to say yeah. this. I think this pastor sees the demon under every rock. Yeah. He's, yeah. Got the, he's got the Flip Wilson attitude. Yeah. The devil made me do it. No. No. Computers are not evil. Yeah. They're it's neutral. It's who's, it's who's behind them. There you go. Ones that control the computers. We'll be right back. We'll yeah. continue talking about computers on the diabolical. Yeah. Holy cause with our Lady of Hope.
Thank you, Mother Mary. Hello, family. Yeah, we are back. <laughs> hey, we're, we're, we're talking about, there's an article written by a Protestant pastor, and, and we'll correct him where he steps outside of Catholic norms, but, the, but it's, it's, uh, it's a good attempt, uh, and, and I will, we will present some Catholic, Catholic evidence for what he's saying. Yep. It's called con- computer problems. It could be possessed by a demon. Again, a de- uh, computers can't be possessed. They can only be infested by demons. Catholic exorcists have told us this. Right. Uh, you know, so, so we agree that demons can definitely infest com- computers. Uh, every Catholic exorcist uh, teaching on the circuit today would, would, uh, would tell you that. So let's pick it up. Uh, where yeah, we left let's off. see what, what the Protestant pastor, Peaseborough, he says, I learned that many members of my congregation became in touch with a dark force whenever they used their computers. Decent, happily married family men were drawn irresistibly to pornographic websites and forced to witness unspeakable abominations. Housewives who had never expressed an impure thought were entering Internet chat rooms and found themselves spewing foul, debasing language they would never use normally. One woman wept as she confessed to me. Ah, confession in the Mm. Protestant church. (laughs) I feel when I'm on on the computer as if someone else or something else just takes over. Now, I can can relate to what he's saying there. The only time I do feel an evil Mm -hmm. presence in my computer, the one we're using right now for the show, Sometimes I go to occult websites to do research. Yes, I know and, you do a lot of that yeah, research. And and, uh, and so I'll have, like I got my St. Benedict's Medal underneath, my Miraculous Medal, my mm-hmm. Scapular. I'll do a binding prayer, the prayer against evil. Uh, and then as I'll go to this occult website, and as I'm reading for research, I'm praying at the same time. I'm usually praying Latin prayers, Hail Marys in Latin. As I'm, and, but I'll, I can tell mm-hmm. you, I can feel... Yeah, I don't demonic. even look at it too long yep, right. because you can feel a presence from the demonic images, yeah, the images. from my computer coming mm-hmm. at me, projecting mm-hmm. at me. And so I'm just praying, binding prayers in English and in Latin yes. as I'm doing my research. Then I get out as soon as possible. So I can tell you, yes. you can feel the presence yes, of demons absolutely, absolutely. In, in a computer. Absolutely. And what yeah. I do is I just bypass those pictures because I know I have to do, you know, read up on our shows and there are you you send me the shows and I look there's at some them, dark pictures and there's some dark pictures and I just what I do is I just uh, bypass them really quick and go on to the narrative and I do not stay there stay there and stare at them I continue and and I saw also pray yeah and um, yes so we do the same thing yes St. Padre Pio by yeah. the way he was disturbed and disgusted by the television um, he realized it would destroy family life and told everyone not to buy one this was back in the 60s. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Regarding cinema or sin, S-I-N, Emma, he always gave the same answer. He said the devil is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, could it be that a man, which the world recognized as extremely holy, who heard countless souls in confession and would tell, the, and would tell them sins omitted, could also have correct discernment about television? Mm. Also, what about a saint, uh, yeah, the Mar- first American saint? Yeah, the first American saint. Who is it? She's Saint Elizabeth Ann Seton. She had had she had a vision. She could not understand. In the middle, in the eighteen hundreds, she said every American would have a black box in her home, and the devil would enter. 
This one statement by a modern saint, canonized by Venerable Paul VI in 1975. Oh, no, no Saint Paul VI. Oops, now, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saint. Well, saint. <laughs> Let's read that yeah. correction. Should strike your heart like lightning. Go to any outlet store and look whether this American saint was wrong about the devil entering the home through it. It's very interesting that yep. television was invented in 1928. Yes. Almost 100 years before St. Elizabeth Ann Seton made that prophetic statement about the about this blocks will be in every living room. Mm-hmm. She said this about 100 years before the television was actually uh, invented. So she probably didn't fully understand what she was saying. She was just prophesying what God, you know, infused yeah. in her mind. But without a doubt, she was making a reference to the absolutely, television. Absolutely. And you know what? This, this is a very short time with this technology has just grown uh, tremendously. It's, it's exploded it's tremendously. It's exploded. In a ex- short time, yeah. In a short time. I mean, just the technology has advanced like su- super duper. I mean, I, and, and you for ha- lack of a better word. And you, have, just, and you have very evil people behind yes, it. behind it. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You have very evil billionaire tech yeah. Greedy men that are behind a lot of this technology. That's what makes it dangerous. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to it. Pa- Pastor Peaceborough. Yeah. What does he say? It truly He's... seems to think that it is not just a barrage of impure images and limitless new opportunities to be exposed to violence and pornography online, but rather actual supernatural demons worming their way into our technology to reach out into us. The most bizarre story he tells us is, a, is of coming face to face with one of these demons while inspecting a computer that was suspected of being possessed, he writes. He would say of the experience. So here's one of his cases. He says the following. He says, uh, the program began talking directly to me, he said, openly mocked me. It typed out, preacher, you are a weakling and your God is a, is a, D. a, a D liar. I don't want to say that. Right. Then the device went haywire and started printing out what looked like gobbledygook. I later had an expert in I later I later had an expert in dead language examine the text it turned out to be a stream of obscenities written in a 2800 year old Mesopotamian 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 dialect, dialect. well wow. I know that's not interesting well that seems like it's definitely not your typical computer virus <laughs> if your computer starts berating you and spewing forth ancient Mesopotamian then you probably have a bigger problem than just using Windows 10. You may be thinking about what you can do if that is the case. And Peaceborough has the answer for you on that, saying that if you suspect that your computer is possessed, remember, we don't believe computers are possessed, right? Infested, Infested, we'll call it infested, by the devil, then all you have to do is consult a clergyman. Or if that doesn't work, he says, technically place a hard drive and reinstall the software Getting rid of this wicked spirit permanently. Of course, he's speaking tongue in cheek. <laughs> yep, the last sentence right, there. Right. <laughs> now, I want. I'm going to just say that something very important here. Demons are not attracted to computers. Mm-hmm. Demons are attracted to people that are living in mortal sin. Right. Demons are attracted to the unclean. So, a house where this is happening in the computer. Somebody is living in mortal sin or many people are living in mortal sin or and B, they probably have a lot of articles in the house that attract demons like a bunch of pornography magazines or DVDs or CDs 
or Aztec calendars and Harry Potter books and a Ouija board. So demons are attracted to to places where there are evil objects and demons are attracted to people that live in mortal sin. Mm -hmm. And so the demons are going to see, okay, how can we harass them? Ah, their computer. That's a good place to harass Mm -hmm. them. So demons aren't per se her, uh, attracted to a piece of metal and plastic and, nope, and buttons. They're, not. Mm-hmm. they're attracted to the people in that house that live in mortal sin. Mm-hmm. The computer is just an avenue to get mm-hmm. to you and to harass you. That's all it is. And, you know, it's it's funny. These, these, uh, these parishioners of his are going and sharing this with him, and he calls it a confession. But because of they have no authority, yeah. they, he can't absolve them. He can't get them in the state of grace. Right. So I'm sure somehow, some way, they have, they have to, you know, uh, swim their way out, out of their, their drowning pool because they're drowning yeah. in mortal sin. Yeah, it, it makes it a lot yes. more difficult for Protestants. Absolutely. And for us as Catholics, is, it's easy. We go to confession. confession. We pray the rosary. Start praying the rosary. Yes, we do, got do prayers. Avenues. Do the Absolutely. same Michael the Archangel over your computer. Yes. Sprinkle holy water on it. Uh, yes. Yeah, we Catholics have a way to get we out of this mess. We have a way to get out of it if Pro- we want to. Yeah, Protestants, are, they're, they're like stuck in, yeah, in quicksand. It's, 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 it's yeah. just a, a revolution for them. Yes. Yes. Here's another case, another okay. case that this uh, Protestant writes about. Yeah. He, he says, says, don't just take Peaceboro's word for it, for, for it all, though. There are some pretty spooky cases out there that seem to point to real demons actually lashing out and pushing through our computer screens. One weird account comes from a poster on the site Dreams of Dunamis. It's a Protestant website, by the way, Mm -hmm. who says that as she was surfing the net one evening, she came across a car ad that was filled with what seemed to be sinister and cryptic cryptic Illuminati symbolism. As she scrolled down, she found more creepy symbols and a line of spectral line and white figures. And at that point, she claims to have actually felt a demon physically leap out from the screen and actually pass through her. This is all strange enough as it is, but whatever presence had come through the computer had apparently gone on to prowl around the house as her son soon came into the room complaining of having been woken up and attacked by some sort of terrifying entity. She said of what happened next, it sounded just like the black and white ghostly picture that I had just seen on that webpage just moments before. The symbols were the same, so I knew it had to have come from that site. You know that's interesting that um she she she's curious. That reminds me of Eve. Yeah. Adam and Eve. She was curious and that's what getting and she was in those websites. She kept deeper and it kept drawing her in, drawing her in, and then that's what and there's your result of it of yeah. drawing her in of her curiosity. She said uh she continues as I apologize to my child. This is a mother to her child. I realize that I may have n- have to stop surfing the web late at night. Hmm. For I did not want to disturb my kids' sleep like this anymore. Hmm, interesting. So there has been other times it's happened yeah. anymore. She's been, it's been happening quite a bit. I shared this with my child, and I told him that as soon as I had sensed the demon came through the screen, I cast it out in the name of Jesus. Well, that's a good thing she did. That's yeah. called an imprecatory prayer. Mm-hmm. You have the authority to do that over yourself, over your computer, and in your house. So she did the right thing yeah. here. She then exited the page and closed up the computer. She says, 
I was surprised that the demon did not leave once it had been cast out. Because she's probably in mortal sin. sin. If you're in mortal sin, yeah. even though you have the authority to pray in Jesus' name, yeah. a binding prayer, the demon won't leave if you're yeah. in mortal sin. Right. I was so surprised and a bit frustrated that the demon attacking him was almost instantaneous. There was no pause or time elapsed from when it went through my computer screen to when it entered into my child's bedroom to attack him. My child then reminded me that the demon that I had cast out had probably left, but there were numerous demons that could that could come through just one demonic doorway. And in this case, viewing the photo was the doorway into our house. Yep, there's yep, there's that, a lot of killers. Mm-hmm, there there's, you go, there's a portal. Yeah. The, the killers in several high profile murder cases in recent years have said that they were told to kill their mm-hmm. victims by a character from the television screen. Mm-hmm. In fact, in an episode of Fox Nation's Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, uh, the podcaster host tells a chilling story of a Michigan mother who told police that the cartoon character SpongeBob SquarePants instructed her to stab oh, and kill her yeah. three-year-old daughter. We'll continue talking about, is there a demons in the machine? Yes. <laughs> Jesus 911. I- I'm laughing. What would but, Mother Mary say? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing at the people. Again, yeah, these are serious topics. We'll be back. Our Stick around. Lady, our Lady of Mercy. Pray for us. Jesus 911, we are back with Jesse and Anita. Yeah, we're, we're talking about, there's an article written by a Protestant. It's called Computer Problems. It could be possessed by a demon. So we are giving the Catholic commentary, the yeah. Catholic side of it, kind of correcting some of the some of the little vanilla errors that he makes in this article. <laughs> Maybe but, not. But, uh, That's it, all vanilla. But, but he's tracking in the right direction for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Demons can he use is, technology. Can and, use technology. Yeah, Catholic exorcists, all of them have affirmed this. They've all written about it. We've seen it ourselves, my, my wife and my... Mm-hmm. Going back to the article, uh, again, just to, just, uh, to show a, a, a recent case... In an episode of Fox Nation's Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, the podcast host tells a chilling story of a Michigan mother who told police that the cartoon character SpongeBob SquarePants instructed her to stab and kill her three-year-old daughter. 22-year-old Justin Johnson, who has been charged with felony murder and first-degree child abuse, is accused of killing and disposing of the body of Sutton Mosser. She claims that during heroin withdrawals, mm. she received messages from the TV threatening to kill her if she did not kill her own child. Again, so this is something that uh, we see this in, 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 in crime reports yeah. and police stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of suspects say that they were told to kill by some character on television. St. John Vianney, this is why he tells us we must watch over our mind, our hearts, and our senses, for these are the gates by which the devil enters in St. John Vianney custody custody of our senses and we have to remember that demons traffic through our senses Mm -hmm. Uh, and and the the Bible tells us in 1st John chapter 2 verse 15 John the Apostle warns us of Mm -hmm. the lust of the eyes Mm -hmm. in other words watch what you're taking in with your eyes Mm -hmm. so we continue with this article yeah so he goes on to say that on to speculate that the demon had come through the image on her computer. This is uh, this is the mom, and that others might have entered her house as well. 
This caused her to go about praying to cast out any residual demonic forces lurking within the home. As they did this, she claims to have heard a startling loud noise like something wet hitting the floor nearby. And they looked to see a shadowy figure about four feet in height and possessing wings, which crouched there for a moment before screaming as if in pain and falling backwards to seemingly phase right through the wall. She goes on to claim that her family has been attacked on several occasions by such supernatural forces coming through their computer screen or even TV. So this would be called demonic infestation mm-hmm. of a house. And again, uh, there, there are many things in the house yep. that can be the object of, uh, of these doorways to allow the demons in. For example, yeah, let's the just portal. say... Yeah, the portal. We all know this portal. This is very simple. Let's just say that computer mm-hmm. is being used, yeah. and mom doesn't know about it. It's being used over and over again by somebody in the house, the husband, the kids, yep. to watch pornography. Mm-hmm. Guess what? That's where the demons are going to enter the house from Mm -hmm. because that computer screen is now an unclean object. It's being used as an unclean object. So the demons are going to enter the house through that unclean object, the computer. So through pornography, through the occult, looking at occult sites. Yeah. Now here's, here's something different that father Ripperger teaches our instructor. He's the one that's been teaching us since 2013. There's a difference. There's one, a thing called, curiosity mm-hmm. and, and and St. Thomas, what he calls studiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not studying, maybe preparing for some type of talk or a lecture or RCIA or catechism or retreat, mm-hmm. there's no re- or, or, or writing a research paper, or writing a report. If you're going into occult websites out of curiosity, mm-hmm. you're sinning yeah. and you're going to pay a price. Especially if you're not in a state of grace. Yeah, and, that would be, wouldn't you send the, the idolatry? Yeah. Yeah, idolatry because you're looking at other false forced, gods. Yeah, false gods. And the things that are taking you away mm-hmm. from God as yes. well. And uh, this is a sin of Eve, yes. it's a sin of curiosity with the yes. occult. Now, the only time I look at occult objects is if I'm preparing a radio show. I'm preparing a chapter of a book. I'm preparing a lecture for an audience or to teach somebody. I don't go into these occult websites uh, just out of curiosity. I go there for studiosity. So there's a big difference. According to St. Thomas Aquinas, are you looking at these things for studiosity, which is a virtue, mm-hmm. or is it curiosity, which is vice and is sinful? And so, also, you you, uh, you as the researcher need to be prayed up. Yeah, You need to yeah. have gone to Mass, yes. pray the rosary, all these things before you even open up your computer. If, you, if that's what your goal is, to do research. Yeah. And I know my husband... I know him well. He's always prayed up. Yeah, and by the way, and, don't. Th- th- but there's no excuse to say, oh, I'm going to do some research on naked women, so I'm going to go to a porn website. No, <laughs> wrong, not, wrong. There's no research there. There's no, That's none. pretty black and white. No. Naked men and naked women on the computer, there's no research there. You're not preparing a report or a lecture. That's pu- you're, you're just purely being lustful and nasty, and that's a <laughs> sin, okay? So, the, the, so don't yeah. say, well... I have to look at Excuses. porn because of studiosity. No, you're not. Studiosity. What are you, a doctor? Are you studying the human body? Then go to the morgue and study a body. Yeah. So give us, a, there's an, he writes about another case file. Yeah. So here's another case from the same family, actually. Yeah. She's, our first encounter with demons coming out of, of computer and TV screens happened several years ago when one of my kids had clicked on a video that promised the viewer a glimpse of a real alien. We were all sitting there at the kitchen table with the kids doing their schoolwork, and this one kid had finished early. So as a reward, 
I told him he could use the computer while he waited for the rest of the kids to finish. Well, most of the YouTube video that he had decided to view was silent and dark, which caused one to lean in closer to the computer screen to see if you could see anything. Suddenly, a drawing of an alien's face flashed upon the screen and a loud roar came from the speakers and as everyone there at the table turned to look at the computer screen, a large black ghost-like hook, reminiscent of Peter Pan's Captain Hook, but very, very black and wrath-like, reached out through the computer screen and tried to stab itself into my child's forehead. It glanced off the surface of his skin and then gave an even louder roar of frustration. Once it realized it had failed in its attack, the claw then evaporated back into the computer screen. Laughter was then heard coming from the video as the preps laughed, perps, 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 laughed out loud at their supposed joke. That means perpetrators yep. for those of you that mm, are. So what's perps? Yeah. As you can imagine, we were all left quite shaken. After seeing such a thing, it was a lesson none of us have forgotten. She blames this on Satanists posting images and videos with magical spells attached to them to facilitate the entry of demons into our world and claims these show up on any site that attempts to cast light into the world of the unknown. Like, say, the one you are reading right now. She goes on to give this warning. So I share this testimony with you in the hopes that those among you who have children, especially young ones, will be extra careful in what you watch or view, especially in the nighttime hours. Keeping in mind the doorways that can be formed through the viewing of evil photos, pictures, or videos. Cast out all the demons that may have come through the TV or computer screen after viewing these questionable items. If you have someone who refuses to curtail their nighttime viewing, then increase your prayers to our God that your children would be protected and then still continue to cast out the demons as the Holy Spirit advises. I want to make a comment. Remember, nighttime prayers are so important. Absolutely Especially important. mom and dad. I was dad. going to mention that, yes. Because mom and dad, your prayers flow down. They go down the family line, the family tree, the family Absolutely. generations. Absolutely. And, you know, I make it a point. I, 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 don't, I normally don't look at my computer after 9 o'clock. After I sit by 8 o'clock, I'm already saying, okay, I'm done. I need to start praying. Yeah. And that's my thought. I know that after I'm viewing all these, you know, the sites on politics, religion, and... And it's all, all work-related. Yeah, it's all work-related. Work I have to go and just repose and, and retreat with God in, yeah. in my prayer before I, I close my eyes. Yeah. So... Um, she writes... So she writes, even if you cannot see them, those demons still can come in and attack you and your family. Possible signs of this is an inability to get that picture of the demon out of your mind. Or if you can't seem to forget the show you were just watching, nightmares once you go back to sleep, or if others in your house wake up from them, or if you find you are fearful or depressed or getting hit with any other negativity, a strong motion. Demons love to take our normal negative emotions and turn the volume way up. Wow, that's a, that's a good line, yeah. that last mm -hmm. one that he made. Yep. I give him props for that. Yeah. Demons love to take our normal negative emotions, emotions. and turn the volume, volume way, way up. up. Yeah. yeah, Father Ripperger, he says in his book, uh, it's uh, 
it's uh, the science of, of mental health on page 535. He says this, the directees, that, that's the patients of spiritual affliction, must be sure to avoid not only sinning themselves, but of watching the sins of others. By viewing the sins of others, that is watching someone commit fornication on TV mm-hmm. or killing someone in a graphic fashion on TV, they provide the sense data for the demons to make suggestions to them by forming images in their imagination. In fact, the more programs one watches on TV, the more demons can influence a person's actions since they have more data to use. The more we become familiar with the imagery of sin, the easier it is for demons to coax us into sinning because we have lost our inhibitions with respect to the sin mm. because we are comfortable with it. Mm. That's why, by the way, Liber Christo, Father Ripperger and his team, mm-hmm. they teach in phase one, they teach people that are possessed, they have to go through what's called sensory deprivation. You've got to shut down everything, all technology, yeah, technology, all media for 90 days before they'll do the first exorcism. Remember, what people yes. see with their eyes shapes their souls because the eyes are the windows to the soul. Mm-hmm. Or as one prominent uh, uh, Baptist uh, Christian motivational speaker, rest in peace, Zig Ziglar, he was fond of saying, garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? We become what we experience through our senses. We'll continue this on the fourth segment, babe, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I think we got a couple minutes, I, I think. think. I, don't, I don't think we do. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the yes. effects of compu- computers. We're, the, there's a Protestant article oh, here. Right. It's well written. It's well written. Yeah. But we're just kind of purifying. We're tweaking some yep. of the things, some, yep. of the, some of the language here, and some of the theology. But uh, he's tracking in the right direction. We'll be right back. Yep, we'll be right back. Stick She's around. Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe. We're back, family. Yep. Hope you have a great weekend. Happy Holy Weekend. Yeah, this is our favorite day, Friday. Yes. TGIF, thank God I'm forgiven. Yes, hey, amen. We're, we're talking about uh, the relationship between demons and computers. There is a nexus. They can use computers. Mm-hmm. They can infest computers if you're in a state of mortal sin and if you've got unclean things in your house. The article continues, the, the author says the following. <laughs> yeah, he says, it is a completely bonkers testimony to be sure, and one wonders if this person is for real or not. It does not even seem to be just desktop computers that are prone to this sort of spiritual invasion, but also also smartphones as well. After all, what is a smartphone but a tiny portable computer? One very odd report of demons and smartphones comes from Lima, Peru in 2015, when a young woman reportedly became actually possessed after using a Ouija board smartphone app for talking to the dead as part of the Charlie Charlie Challenge, a supposed ancient Mexican ritual to summon spirits that has become a popular smartphone app. Wow, that's interesting. If you make a mistake, you can open a portal through which demons and other nefarious spirits can creep through into our world, so no pressure. (laughs) 18-year-old Patricia Quispy I guess that's how yeah. you pronounce it. Quispy was using the infamous, infamous app with her friends in an attempt to contact the spirit world when this 
got when this got real weird real fast. That very same evening, Patricia fell violently ill, and her parents began to worry. The following day, the girl began to have strange seizures and convulsions, foaming at the mouth and apparently trying to commit suicide as well. And when she was brought to a to a hospital, hospital, the wildly withering young lady was reportedly barely able to be restrained by medics, who claimed that she was almost superhumanly strong. According to witnesses, she was shouting and screaming in a deep vo voice unlike her own, and that much of it was gobbledygook, but some of it was intelligible. Some of the things she reported, reportedly blurted out in her eerie demon voice were 666, let me go, let me go, please give me my phone, as well as, Mom, these doctors don't know what they're doing. Take me home. Friends and family have claimed that Patricia Hunt had unwillingly let loose evil spirits through her phone and that they had possessed her. The young woman has since been admitted to a psychiatric hospital. Wow. We, we know of a case back in California, me and my wife mm -hmm. were involved in it, of a possessed young woman mm -hmm. that we were assisting in her healing and liberation. Yeah. And she told me uh, and, and, and the priest, our priest friend, she told us countless times that the demons would call her up and threaten her after a prayer session with the priest and, and, and ourselves. Mm -hmm. And she also said that they would also talk dirty to her. Uh, she had also been, you know, there was also a lot of unchastity in, in her past as a result of the satanic ritual she was involved in. And she said the demons would remind her of, of, of the mm -hmm. satanic ritual that she was involved in and everything that she was involved in, mm -hmm. uh, all and, the unchaste things. Yeah, and that's what they do. They want to just... Uh, uh, attack you and attack you because they want to up the ante because they know you want to be liberated yes. and healed and they no longer are going to have a home in her. Exactly. That's what they were doing because they had a nice comfortable home mm -hmm. in her and uh, they wanted to stay and they are angry because she's starting to kick them out. Yeah. And she's, she she eventually did. She was a successful yeah, case yeah, by the way. Yeah, it was a successful case. She's, Thank uh, you, she's completely liberated Absolutely. and set free and living yes. the life of a Roman Catholic Christian. Yes. Yeah. So when looking at these sorts of stories, it is interesting to note that even as our technology has changed and advanced, the same mysterious and superstitions mysteries and superstitions that have plagued humankind for centuries still manage to adapt into our world. Evil spirits and demonic possession have found a way to hold on, stay relevant, and get with the times. Instead of an arcane rituals, spells, and speaking through Ouija boards, we now have these forces popping through our computer and smartphone screens, reaching out from the, from the beyond by the way of the, the very technology that seems as though it should have made these phenomena op obsolete. He makes a very important yeah, point. Yeah, that's very important. We used to, again, people used to conjure up these demons and invite them and become possessed or yeah. afflicted through, through rituals, spells, and you know, incantations and yes. hexes. Now they're also doing it through technology. So demons mm -hmm. will use modern or ancient methods to try to afflict a person or infest a house. Yeah, well, you know, we we did a show with uh, on Monsignor Rossetti how he's now on TikTok to to counteract a lot of the witches that are yes. using TikTok, and and that's a very highly used um, app, app by young people by young people. So their 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 usage is is on the increase for occultic um, practices practices. So. 
Monsignor Zetti, well, I'm going to fight fire with fire. I'm going to jump in and, and counteract it. That's just, that's God bless so, him. God bless him. That's so brave of him. Yeah. Using yeah. the technology. Yeah. Let me mention yeah. another thing about technology. Uh, we, it, uh, there's a, a, the top exorcist of the Philippines. His yeah. name's Father Jose Francisco Siquia. <laughs> Long name. We'll yeah. just call him Father, Father Siquia. Yeah, okay. Father. He's the chief exorcist of the Archdiocese of Manila in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Here's what he says, quote, the devil has power over anything electrical. I'll repeat mm-hmm. that again. The devil has power over anything electrical. He says this, Father Sequia, chief exorcist of the, of, of the Philippines. If this place is infested, for example, and they want their presence known, usually the lights would flicker. He says this, if I give a talk and use a certain gadget, the devil would easily shut it down because he's an expert in anything electrical. So I just yeah. say that in case some of you are saying, oh, just only Protestants teach this. No, Father Ripperger teaches this. Monsignor uh, uh, Rossetti teaches this. Father Sequia teaches this. All three are highly respected exorcists. All three of them say that demons can tamper and use electrical equipment to maneuver through uh, technology. Here's what Father Sequia says from the Philippines. He says this, when a person gets isolated, the devil starts to work on the mind. The young start to have all these thoughts that make them feel feel depressed and alone. Only 30% human contact. That's what the devil desires. Mm-hmm. So notice what he just said there. Yes. You'll see a lot of young people that yes. just live in the basement, you know, wearing yes. shorts all day behind their computer. Mom and dad don't even know what they're doing. They just live in the basement all day. Yeah. They're isolated. They have no friendships. They have no relationships. This is the perfect way for demons to start working the on their mind. Storm. Because what are they doing? Trust yep. me, they're not reading St. Thomas Aquinas. No, they're not. They're not mm-hmm. reading the Catholic Encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. They're not watching, uh, you know... Uh, 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 through the Bible in a year with Father uh, Father, Father uh, Mike Smith. No, they're not doing that. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's also what Father Sequia says, the top exorcist of the Philippines. He says this, spending much time surfing the web can put a young mind in a hypnotic trance and become open to diabolical influences and auto-suggestions. Wow. Pretty powerful. Yeah, it's very powerful and that's why we have to be very um, deliberate when we use our yes. our technology. Or, and what I mean by that, intentional. 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 Yes. Yeah. What intentional. do you intend to turn on the computer intent? for? Right. Are you going to do it for, you know, to commit <laughs> sin? Let's be honest. To commit mortal sin. Or are you going to try to help or, people? Or, yeah, to help people. Yeah. Or Seriously. To bring, to bring virtue. Yeah, to bring holiness and, and the virtue gospel. and the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Anita, it, there's only two ways. Malcolm yeah. X said something about 50 years ago about the power yeah. of the media. Yeah. Now, Malcolm X was a, Muslim, a black Muslim. We probably wouldn't agree with most of what he said. Yes. But he was spot on when he said this 50 years ago. Yeah, he said this 50 years ago. He said, the media's the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the minds of the masses the press is so powerful in its image making image making rule it can make the criminal look like he's the victim and make the victim look like he's the criminal if you aren't careful the newspapers will have you hating the people 
who who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppression. Isn't that the truth? Wow, that's what's happening right now. Exactly. This is what no, he he it, foresaw it. I you know God gave him that yes. illumination of truth. Remember the clock is is uh, uh, the broken clock is is correct twice one, a day. Twice a day. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. He was correct there. You and me watched a mm-hmm. video. It's on the internet. It's called Out of Shadows. Yeah. Uh, it's a video about it's about three people in Hollywood. They were stuntmen. Yes. Mike Sh- Mike Smith, Kevin Ship, Brad Martin. Uh, two are stuntmen, and one is a, a, a he was just an inside Hollywood insider. And they talk about it's worth watching. Go to out of shadow out of shadows dot org out of shadows dot org. Yeah. They say that those in charge of the media are Luciferian, uh, and and they go into the inner workings of all all the mm-hmm. satanic luciferian uh you know uh, wet, networking there's yeah, networking yeah, within hollywood, hollywood with and so hollywood. these three guys have about 90 years of working for hollywood when you put yeah. these three guys together here's also i, I just uh, saw a real quick article i just kind of perused through uh in in uh, the computer this morning and there was an article of saying someone who's a transgender saying we network with we started with uh, with hollywood uh, it's I I can't recall the article well, you, title, find but it it's, and find it when you yeah. Have. Mm-hmm. But anyways, here and here's also something interesting. Most people don't realize that the six the six there are six companies, six billionaires that own almost all of the media. Like ninety percent of the media or ninety five percent of the media is owned by six billionaires. And I can tell you who those six billionaires. They're not mm-hmm. daily mass rosary praying Catholics. No. They're no. secular humanists. Yeah. And we know that secular yeah. humanism, according to exorcists, and even this Pope, he said, secular humanism is satanic. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's satanic. And, you know, those 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 six uh, um, owners of these um, of the media, if they are Catholic, woe to them. Boy, do they, ha- them. do they have a lot to answer yes, for. Absolutely. Yeah. We need to. And pray for the conversion. Pray conversion of those that are that are Catholic that are apostates. Apostates. Absolutely. They're apostates. They're... Hey, we got some we got some parting words to let you guys know. Yeah. Everybody. Well, what are they? Know your Catholic faith. You cannot live your faith if you do know now. Do not. You do not know it. And if you cannot share with others, what do you not? First, make your own. Yeah, you got to make the faith you your own before it you your share it. That's what I. You told, can't share what you that, don't know. Right. Absolutely. When my kids were younger, I said, and when they were older, I said, "Now you guys got to make. You're married. You have to make your faith your, your own. own. It's not mom it's and dad's. Not mom faith. and dad's. Don't hinge on. Oh, I, I, you yeah. know, I'm Catholic because of my mom. No, no. no. You got to say you're Catholic because of you. Know, you, you love and Jesus. you love Jesus. Also, live your faith. Your Catholic faith yes. is a public thing. It's not meant to be left behind yeah. when you leave your home, like the movie Left Behind. No, yes. don't leave it behind. Yeah. Number three, spread your Catholic faith. Yeah. Jesus Christ wants us to bring the whole world into captivity to the truth. Yep. And the truth is Jesus himself. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And remember, we serve Mary, a 12-star general. Yes. Our and sword must be soaked in the blood of demons and dragons. Unite your prayers to Mary and St. Michael. Yeah, and there's going to be millions of uh, Hail Marys this weekend because this is a pro-life movement. This is a pro-life right. weekend. So go out there and show your colors. Yep. Hey, life is like a qu- credit card. You can swipe and swipe it at the end. <laughs> Someone has to pay the bill. And guess who paid that bill? Yeah, Jesus, Jesus did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> God bless Thank you, family. Jesus. We'll see you next time.